0: Time in the making but it's finally here.
1: hello and welcome to this third week edition of sports page i'm your host nick DiStefano. on this third edition of sports page we are going to be visiting with mules basketball head coach doug carlskent in our second segment we'll have a men's basketball player gavin pinkley and we'll end our show today with a preview of the upcoming Mules and Jenny's action. Stay tuned. It's time now for Sports Page. So today we are visiting with head coach of the Mules basketball team, Doug Carlskint. Doug is in his eighth season as head coach and previously coached at Arkansas Tech, for four years. Doug, it's good to have you with us. How you doing today?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Nick, and uh, I appreciate the offer to come over here and and, uh, and join you this morning.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for being here. So just a couple of questions regarding your coaching career. You know, obviously, you started Arkansas Tech for four years, and then you transferred over here to UCM. So just tell us what made you start here at UCM after that transition from Arkansas Tech?
2: Yeah, you know, we had a lot of success at Arkansas Tech, a lot of good, uh, good players, um, we, I had great staff down there and, and we were, we were successful, made the NCAA tournament every single year. And, uh, you know, that they took really good care of myself and, and, uh, my family. Uh, but when, when the central Missouri job came open, you know, and, and how I describe it to people is it, it is a Duke, a Kansas, Kentucky type of division two uh, a program, just a blue blood in division two. And, uh, you know, just uh, it, it's always just stuck out to me as being the best job in Division Two. Um, you know, just being uh, from Fort Scott, Kansas, growing up uh, two hours down the road. Actually, taking a visit out of out of junior college to Central Missouri. Uh, got to play in the gym. Came back for JUCO Jamborees and for some recruiting events here. And uh, you know, just always loved the the Warrensburg feel and and just the campus and just uh, you know when when Jerry Hughes called Friday morning um and offered me the job. I mean it was it was life changing. It really was just a, a dream come true to get get to come home to, to uh to Warrensburg and uh, luckily have been able uh to be here for eight years and, and, and going and, and have loved every second of it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Can you describe the Mules team a little bit and just how they've transitioned over your years here and your coaching tenure?
2: Yeah, you know, um uh, Obviously, 2014 taken over for uh, for Coach A and uh, the national championship team. We were we were uh, NCAA tournament team, and, and you know that that first year, it was uh, it was a great experience. We had really good players uh, that really knew how to win, and uh, you know, but that whole season because we we played seven seniors, and those guys played a lot of minutes, the majority of the minutes. I think Kyle Wolf was uh the the underclassman that uh he played a lot of minutes but other than that he was the only one and uh the whole year I was like man we're we're gonna lose our whole team you know it's it's gonna be a whole new look next year and uh and it was uh we were down that next year and then uh hop back I think we won 23-24 games you know brought Spencer Reeves in who who I one of the best players I've ever coached just a great ambassador for the program still playing pro um Jacob Lawrence, Marquise Lawrence. We had some, had some good teams. Uh, thought we got robbed of some NCAA tournament appearances. Uh, and, uh, and we've been down the last couple of years. I think this year we've been better. Um, I think uh, with some injuries and with the COVID situation last year, um, that, re- that really hurt us last year. It really did. Um, we were quarantined as a team 46 days first semester. So, um, you know, this team has responded well. Uh, there's still several games out there this year that uh, I feel that we sh- we should have gotten some some one possession games and whatnot. But, uh, you know, that's it's hard to go from a 7-1 team to being great. And we're trying to be on the uptrend and, and, and keep it going in, in that direction. Sounds good. And then
1: just a little bit more about coaching. What are some pros and cons that you've had over the years at UCM
2: and even Arkansas Tech as coaching you know the pros uh, definitely outweigh the cons. There, there's so many. You know, not only uh, basketball-wise. You know the wins, and you know I've been been fortunate enough to cut down nets and and uh, win championships, and when those rings come, and you can pass them out to your players, and uh, that that's special. Um, but you know, it, and, and every coach says it, but it's 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 real. It's it's the relationships that that uh, that you gain from. You know, you're going to have Gavin Pinkley on here next, you know, uh, a guy that we offered a scholarship to as a sophomore in high school, so we have known him for a long time, known as family, uh, a great kid, he's a great person, a uh, great family, and just, uh, I believe that it'll probably be 40 years down the road, Gavin and I will still be talking, if I'm still alive, hopefully, and, uh, you know, and, and, and those type of stories go on and on, and, and you get to go to weddings, you see... Uh, uh bursts and and uh you know some some guys and some that you recruit out of high school don't have great academic standing and then seeing them mature and and spending countless hours of study hall with them and then when when they walk across the stage and get that degree that's that's special it really is and uh and, and that's a huge huge uh just achievement that you feel as a coach and um so that i i would say the relationships the wins um you know and 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 the memories you know i got a lot of great memories of um of my kids you know i have a seventh grader and third grader and they uh they got to go and experience the duke game with us and uh basically sit on the on the bench and uh they they they've been pretty spoiled they've gotten some great experiences just riding the bus and whatnot uh so, so that will always stick out you know the agony of defeat is always one that hurts. you know uh, I don't take losses very well and you feel like uh, when you do lose a game you you not only let uh, yourself down but your family, uh, the team, the community, the alums so you take it really personal when you do lose lose a game and lose several in a row it, it's uh, it's a very lonely feeling so uh, but you know, you know that coming in and, uh, and that's just part of coaching.
1: Yeah, you know, it seems like you've been doing well over the years. You know, it's not like you have an under-500 record. You know, you're a subpar coach, especially with, you know, I was studying the success that you've had, especially at Arkansas Tech, and I believe, like, your first year at UCM, you guys had, like, the best record in program history or something like that. Can you describe a little bit of that first-year experience here at UCM?
2: Yeah, like I said, uh, took over the program, and we had some really good players coming back. Uh, Dylan Deck, Brennan Hughes, Rakeem Dickerson, Preston Bruns, Kyle Wolf uh Jordan Epps I mean we we uh we had not only good players but those guys had such a great chemistry you know we weren't the most talented team in that conference um uh, but those guys got along so well and the locker room chemistry was was incredible and uh they made it they made it really fun uh some some of those guys I talked to quite a bit uh still relive some memories cuz that team did make a lot of memories uh not only on the floor but off the floor um they uh they were a fun group that uh uh got along really well and um, you know it was th- that that's that's what kind of marks a great team it is uh you you won't you won't have a good team if if they don't like each other you know uh, you know that locker room is so big you know you could put uh you you, you basically look at the Lakers right now they, they got some great players but uh everybody's uh man they just don't fit you know you got to find five guys that fit together on the floor uh that chemistry is huge and and uh that's that's one thing that sticks out about the the first year team and and uh, I'm sorry I, I kind of forgot the question originally but uh, um you know that's that uh that that team was was really really special.
1: Yeah, it sounds like, you know, everybody has a really good relationship. You know, you explained it really well. And, you know, it seems like those relationships with players, coaches, and even, you know, the athletic staff here at UCM is very important. So, like, how are the starters, like, what's their relationship like with one another and just the team in general?
2: You know, I think we've really grown this year. Um, you know, it's always, always difficult uh, to bring in the new guys, uh matt todd for instance he is a uh, a guy that has started basically every game for us at point guard he started a lot of games at augustana and he's coming in with a lot of game time experience and trying to mesh him with this team trying to mesh trey sides who did the same thing started a lot of games at the division one level at jacksonville trying to mesh him and, and and try and get those guys to understand the role that, that that we need them to be here. You know, uh, Cam Hunter a year ago, Ja'Core Nelson a year ago, and just getting everybody to mesh, you know. And, and then you're bringing in talented freshmen like Jaden Rogers, um, a guy that, uh, you know, that if he's not hurt last year, he might have been Kentucky Player of the Year in high school basketball, um, where he hasn't faced a lot of adversity, where he's been on the floor m- basically every minute in high school and now he's now we're asking him to set the bench uh for the majority game to to learn the college game to learn what we're wanting him that he's got some upperclassmen ahead of him so just trying to to mesh all those personalities the mesh um a lot of a lot of things that they haven't experienced in, in their basketball career um it's, it's tough. It's, uh, a lot of times it's, it's not the X's and O's. It's behind the scenes, getting guys to buy into what we're trying to do um, and, and to get them to understand what we, what we are wanting and what we're asking them to do. Sounds good. And uh, what are some memorable moments
1: as a head coach? You know, obviously you've had some over the years, you know, whether it's at UCM or Augustana Tech. Or, I'm sorry, Arkansas Tech, excuse me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, what what are some of those memories that have stuck out towards you over the years as a coach? Uh,
2: you know, uh, I've been fortunate. You know, I'm, I'm a small-town kid from Fort Scott, Kansas. You know, uh, never really would have dreamed that, uh, you know, head coaching was always what I wanted to do. My dad was always our uh, my coach growing up, you know, and, and, and a guy that I'd look up. O- after and uh i I never would have thought that we'd be or myself would be coaching against bobby knight when he was at texas tech um jim Beheim, we got to play syracuse when i was at Stephen f austin coach k you know i got to uh face him in 2014 my first year here uh playing against just you know legendary coaches um coaches that are on the all-time great list you know and and that's been that's been humbling it's been great experience and and uh you know just uh cutting down the nets and like I mentioned earlier seeing seeing kids that not necessarily believe them themselves academically get those degrees and walk across the stage and seeing moms and and dads cry when they get that piece of paper and and graduate from college and uh and and you know it's 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 been so rewarding it really has you know and and this is uh my 24th year of playing and coaching college basketball so over half my life has been spent on bus trips and and eating you know Thanksgiving meals at McDonald's and uh you know being in some very remote places um um you know for holidays and and sometimes spring breaks and Christmas breaks and there's been a lot of sacrifices that, that my wife and my kids have made. Uh, I've missed a lot of games, uh, of my kids, which, which is, which is bad, but them being understanding of, of, of my job. And, and, uh, so that's, that's been, uh, that's been, you know, getting back to the pros and cons of coaching. That's, that's a, a con, you know, sure. uh, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, those are some great memories, you know, cutting down the nets, uh being being conference champions. Uh like I said, those rings when they come in, that's that's really special and and not only not only when you get it, but when those players see that success, it's uh, that's that's what makes makes coaching worth it really is.
1: Well, coach, it seems like you've had a monumental career. Keep up the good work. And uh, thank you so much for being here yeah, this th- week.
2: Thanks, Nick. I, I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, thanks for what you're doing and, and supporting Mules and, and Jenny's basketball. and Such uh,
1: fun teams to watch. Yes, yeah, you know, we, call.
2: We, we we try, and, and uh, I think uh, we have some really good young pieces. And with Gavin coming back, you know, uh, we're looking forward with, with where the program's headed. Sounds good. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us this
1: week. When we come back, we'll be visiting with men's basketball player Gavin Pinkley right here at UCM. You're listening to Sports Page right here on UCM, The Beat.
2: From court to court and lane to lane under the lights or under the sun, no one delivers Division II sports like NCAA.com. The center of D2 is inside the NCAA.com hub. With exclusive highlights of every sport and live broadcast of every Division II championship. Found nowhere else. Make NCAA.com yours, the home of Division II college sports.
1: We're back here on Sports Page. We just finished an interview with men's basketball head coach Doug Carlskent. Now we're here with Gavin Pinkley, who is a senior slash redshirt junior basketball player here for the University of Central Missouri. Gavin, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
1: Sounds good. Well, we're just going to ask you some questions here about just some of your playing experience with basketball and just kind of how you got started. So first of all, um, you know, you've been uh, here at the university playing basketball. How would you get started in the game?
0: Uh, I would say uh, I've just been around basketball my whole life. You know, my uh, my parents played it. So growing up, I was always always playing it as a younger child and then I just stuck with it through elementary school, high school, and then uh, now in college and I think I made the right decision.
1: Sounds good and can you explain like where you went to school and stuff and like what kind of like time frame you got started in basketball?
0: Yeah so I've been playing as long as I can remember. I played at uh, Hillsborough High School where uh, I actually just got my jersey retired there a couple weeks ago Uh, so that's pretty neat going back there to the gym and seeing my jersey hanging up in the uh, up in the rafters, there—it's something that I uh, I'll be able to do for the rest of my life.
1: And uh, can you uh, explain like what brought you here to UCM specifically? I know you played basketball in high school, and over those years, but why UCM specifically for basketball?
0: So in high school, we've been doing we do uh, we do team camps in the summer, and I've, so I've been playing here at UCM since my eighth grade year. Just coming here for a couple of days throughout the summer and playing uh, ten or so games. And uh, I've just enjoyed, I've uh, got to know the coaches pretty well over those years in high school, and then they just recruited me throughout high school, which the recruiting process is super fun. Um, and I just enjoyed it. I visited here a couple times, came and watched some games, watched them play in St. Louis, and they play uh, schools like Linda Wood. So uh, the coaches had just always welcomed me, and um, I had both a good relationship with them, and I think that was one of the main reasons I decided to come here. And just a follow up question to that
1: too, Gavin, what were the team camps like? Like what was the atmosphere like? Explain the process, like what you went through during those times.
0: Yeah, so team camp was super fun. Those are memories I'll definitely never forget. You we basically just come here on a on a Wednesday with the high school team and play ten games in two and a half days. So you're just you're around the guys a lot, you're in the gym a lot and uh it's just, it's just a good experience and I think just being here for the coming to team camp for those four years kinda Amy pretty familiar with UCM. And can you explain a little
1: bit about the recruiting process like how you got chosen you know like to just explain the position that you played in basketball and just like that recruiting process how did that go between the coaches and you?
0: Yeah so throughout high school I gotten a lot of uh, a lot of attention just um, through the recruiting process and uh, at, at all all levels basically but I just felt like that my relationship with uh, Coach K and Coach Johnson was uh, was pretty strong throughout that time. Um, they would come watch me play. I'd come up here and watch games. So I just got to know them pretty well, and I think that was a big deciding factor in why I wouldn't come here. Um, a lot of people think you need to go play at the highest level possible, but um, D2 basketball is just about as good as it gets.
1: Yeah, you know, the MIAA conference, it's such a good conference, you know, especially with broadcasting the games, you know, for our – campus-wide radio station, UCM The Beat, which is where this sports page show is going to be on. Uh, you know, it's it's a really intense conference, and it seems like you guys get a lot out of it during the game.
0: Yeah, we do. I mean, every night it's a fight, uh, no matter who you're playing in the conference. And uh, I think that's another reason why I chose UCM, just because the, the competition here is is top-notch.
1: Yeah, most definitely. So, Now just going a little bit to academics and basketball. So obviously as an athlete, and I got to give you guys kudos to this, you have to balance so much in terms of time management between, you know, basketball, school, you know, especially with traveling too, you know, like you're having to miss like some class time and stuff like that. So can you describe a little bit of the time management aspect, like how you balance basketball and school all together?
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely a life skill that basketball teaches you is time management. I think it's something that you can carry on um, to a job maybe after basketball once you're out once I'm out of college, but uh, it definitely help, uh, Definitely pushes you and tests you in that aspect of it. Um, the coaches do a good job of helping us uh, with classes and uh, assignments and stuff, and getting in contact with teachers when we're when we're traveling. But it, it's tough. But I think as you get older, you kind of figure out how to battle it. I know a lot of our freshmen struggled with it at first, but now they now they're starting to figure it out.
1: Yeah, is there any advice, like, that coaches or any other support staff give you guys, athletes, like how to manage your time?
0: I would just say they tell us to get it get it done as quick as possible. Don't wait. That way, when we're on the road, we don't have any, uh, any distractions, anything to worry about. We can just focus on basketball. Yeah,
1: especially this week because you guys have a two-game road trip. You guys are playing Central Oklahoma tomorrow and then Lincoln on Saturday. And, you know, especially, you know, the week before spring break, this is probably one of the toughest weeks. I feel like, you know, especially if I was an athlete, you know, to manage your time. So that's good that, you know, you and your players are able to uh, balance that time. Um, speaking of players, you know, you kind of explained it a little bit uh, with the coaches, but can you elaborate just a bit on some of the relationships you have with the team, players, coaches, and even the athletic staff, if you could?
0: Yeah, for sure. I think this year, out of my, this is my fourth year here, and out of the other three years, I think this year we kind of have the most tight-knit team overall and I think that translates over to the court pretty well just being just hanging out with each other um off the court just as much as we are on the court and I think that really helps us play together on the court.
1: Sounds good and uh you know it seems like you know out of the starters you know especially you know it seems like Cam Hunter's really displayed a good performance you know off the bench like describe some of that uh experience with playing with those those players.
0: Yeah you know um we trust everybody on the team when they come in, whether they're playing 30 minutes a game or three minutes a game, we trust everybody. And, uh, cam coming off the bench is a big spark for us. Um, but like I said, we just trust everybody on the court to make the right decisions, right plays and play as hard as they can for that, uh, for that stretch of time. Sounds good. And how's your season going overall? What
1: would you think is like some pros and cons with this season?
0: Uh, I think we're playing well. We, uh, we can always do better. I think every team in the conference can probably do better in some aspect, but uh, it's good to be playing your best basketball in March, and I think we're, we're climbing, climbing the ladder towards that as we, uh, as we approach March here. You know, they say
1: that defense wins championships, and, you know, I've, I've really been impressed by your guys' defense over the weeks. Like, how do you think that's made a difference in your guys' game, not only with the record but in terms of, like, schedule and stuff with that, with that quality?
0: Yeah, I think our defense has kept us in a lot of games, whether we're struggling to score or whatever the case may be. Um, playing hard in defense has definitely given, given us a chance to win a lot of our games.
1: Yeah, and uh, just some, uh, you know, memorable aspects for you. You know, you've been, you said this is your fourth year here yep. playing basketball. Uh, Gavin has, uh, he's a senior right now, but he's also a redshirt junior because all the athletes had an extra year of eligibility due, the, due to the COVID pandemic. Um, so you know not only at UCM but even like in high school and years uh prior to that when you started playing describe some of those uh memorable moments that you had in the game
0: yeah um in high school like I said probably my most memorable moment just happened a couple months ago over Christmas break when I had gotten my jersey retired that was just an awesome experience not many people get to say they have that um and I wouldn't say I have any specific uh, memorable moments as far as in games here at UCM. I just, I do enjoy my, I have enjoyed my four years here and I'm looking forward to this next year I have as well. Um, my, th- I recently scored my thousandth point, so that's a memory I'll, uh, I'll never forget, have a have a cool ball uh, to remind me of that, Gavin. I
1: was just going to say that. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, some of those memories, and I was like, I, I hope he says when he scored a thousand points because, Gavin, I broadcasted that game against Nebraska Kearney. I went absolutely nuts when you hit that a thousand point mark. You know, you seem like you've improved so well over the games in terms of like points scored per game. Like, I, I, I bet you that was a good moment for you and your family to score those a thousand points. Like, what was what was the reaction from the players and the bench?
0: Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely enjoyable. Obviously, that was an overtime game, so I wasn't really thinking about it too much. And then once we got in the locker room after, we kind of celebrated a little bit. But it's definitely something I'll never forget. Yeah, definitely is very
1: good for sure. Whenever you have those accomplishments, and uh, you know, obviously when we play sports, there's something that we learn over the years. Whether it's from what we think about, whether it's advice from our players, teammates, coaches, whatever. So. What is uh, one thing that you have learned over the years when playing basketball?
0: I'd say over these last couple of years, the most important thing I've learned is just to uh, not take it for granted. You know, you don't get to do it every day. Just like with uh, with COVID and all that, the season kind of just ended immediately. So um, just don't take it for granted and enjoy every every chance you get to be out there on the court.
1: And you mentioned COVID. You know, how, how did the COVID pandemic, you know, affect you guys in the game? You know, Coach, carl skint this morning told me like you guys had like 46 days like not in a row but i think like 46 days in the time period that you guys had to you know quarantine or miss games so like how do you think the covid pandemic you know affected you guys and what learning experiences did the pandemic teach you guys in the game
0: yeah i know that this year hasn't been as big of an issue but the last last season we uh we barely ever had the whole team for practice just because we're usually missing one guy one week missing a different guy another week so it uh next man up was always kind of what we had talked about and like I said just never take it for granted as you're going through it yeah
1: you know it seems like you definitely you guys have definitely learned from those experiences and it's it's kind of been a positive aspect you know is there there anything that you're going to miss on this uh mules basketball team whenever you leave like what's something that you'll miss
0: I think I'll just miss the uh, the friendships, the camaraderie, like just hanging out with the teammates. Um, just all the memories that you make, traveling, road trips, um, in the locker room, just hanging out. I think I'll miss all that the most.
1: Yeah, sounds good. And is there anything else you want to tell me? I don't think so. Thanks for having
0: me. I appreciate
1: it. Sounds good. Well, Gavin, thank you so much for the time here um that's all the time we have for now but when we come back with uh, after interviewing gavin we'll take a quick look at what is on tap for ucm athletics you're listening to sports page here on ucm the beat hey you want to know what's going on around the
2: university of central missouri well, we have two great ways to keep you posted one, you can listen to UCM The Beat by downloading the app for iPhone or Android or listen online at digitalberg.com slash The Beat. And two, check out the Mule Skinner, UCM's award-winning student news service at muleskinnernews.com.
1: Finishing up here the regular season. This week will be the final games of the MIAA 2021 to 2022 regular season. They take on Lincoln Saturday at 3 o'clock. And then next week in the MIAA tournament will go underway in Kansas City. Stay tuned for next week's edition of Sports Pages. I will elaborate on that just a little bit. Men's track and field, their regular season is done, so that means the track and field championships are underway. MIAA Indoor Track and Field Championships start this Friday through Sunday in Maryville, Missouri. Men's wrestling is also done with their regular season, so that also means championship actions are underway. The NCAA Division II Super Regionals are underway this weekend on Saturday and Sunday in St. Charles, Missouri. The times are to be determined. Go to www.ucmathletics.com whenever you'd like to check on that information. And then on the women's side, women's basketball is also in their final weeks of the regular season. They take on Lincoln saturday at one o'clock so the jenny's game will be at first before the mules game before the miaa tournament goes underway women's bowling has the nebraska big red classic in lincoln nebraska friday through sunday and the action there starts at eleven forty-five in the morning women's golf women's natural state golf classic is taking place next monday and tuesday in cabot arkansas at the cypress creek golf club Women's softball, they have been on the road a lot for sure as they are still going to be on the road this weekend. They have a Washburn Invitational Friday through Saturday. There's two games on Friday against Southwest Minnesota, Southwest Minnesota State at 10.30 and then Sioux Falls at 2.30. And then the two games Saturday are against Missouri-St. Louis at 3.30 and then Wayne State-Nebraska at 5.30 at Washburn. And then the women's track and field is also underway with championships. It starts this Friday through Sunday, like the men's, in Maryville, Missouri. Also, a track and field announcement. Just wanted to say a congratulations to Maddie Wolf-Cotter for being MIAA Indoor Track and Field Athlete of the Week from this past week. She is a junior from Odessa, Missouri, and won the pole vault, setting a record of 4.26 meters at the Pittsburgh State Gorilla Classic February the 12th. This is the second award she has received in her career, and the first this season. So that's been a recap or slash preview of what's going on in UCM athletics. That's all the time we have for now. But tune in every Thursday night. We're going to be airing this at 6 p.m. for Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. Download the app. It's uh, search it as UCM Radio The Beat on your Apple or Android devices for free, or you can go to www.digitalberg.com thebeat and click on listen. So that concludes this week three edition of Sports Page. I'm Nick DiStefano. We'll be back next week. Thank you for joining me here, and have a great day.